Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spin FL. What's up, y'all? It's John Rollins. And Skifino Musara. Yes, and we're going to talk about the NFL, two Americans in Sweden, talk about it, from AMK Studios. Uh, shout out to them letting us be here alone with no snacks. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and man, it's, uh, for people uh, that don't know, um, it's a big weekend in Sweden. It's true. It's midsummer weekend. Yes. Which is the, you know, this is one of the weirder things that they do here. Yeah, agreed. Uh, <clears throat> where, where what do they do they they build a, a pole a midsummer penis. pole uh-huh. it looks like a giant so it basically what it is it's a cross mm-hmm. with two circles hanging from the arms of the cross oh, like a wreaths wreaths right and they wrap the whole thing in you know foliage yeah. and flowers and stuff yeah. but if you look at it it really does look like a giant penis just upside down penis driving into the ground and it's it's what it represents yeah exactly Vir- virility right it's like uh, it's letting you know as as Sweden as Swedes that uh, the rest of the year it's gonna get darker, right? And the penis is weather fucking you, right? <laughs> Basically, or just to remind you, the only way to get through it is to have lots of sex, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. And alcohol. Yeah, it's sort of a two vibe holiday. Like you yeah. kind of start out the day in a very family oriented way. As, yeah. If you have family, you, know, you take your kids. Everyone dances around the midsummer pole and they sing all those goofy. Songs, yeah, small girl, and a small yeah. girl, <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, yeah, and then a lot of other people just get completely shit housed. Yeah. As, a, as a black American, one of our favorite pastimes, I don't know if you know this, is mm. watching white people dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, midsummer, you get to see white people of all ages just giving you gold <laughs> regularly. So that might be the it. whitest example of white people dancing, yeah, yeah. would be yeah. Swedes Listen dancing around the midsummer. Black fall. people in America come to Sweden on the weekend of June 21st or 22nd, whatever the longest day of the year, and watch white people dancing. <laughs> Video it, send it to your, your aunties and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> and play really it at the funny. next family reunion. I got a PowerPoint presentation of wow. white people dancing. You also, there's a website, whitepeopledancing.com. I did not know oh, that. Let's <laughs> check love it. that out. It's like going to the zoo, man. That's really funny. <laughs> Just watching white people dance. Nice. But, uh, well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we can finally say thank you. In these times, we can finally uh, say thank you. It's That's nice to know I'm giving something back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Please stop dancing, Skiff. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, but yeah, we're we're uh, we're gonna be celebrating. I'm going to the summer house this weekend. We do that every year. Mm. Uh, my, my wife's family has a summer house, so we'll be just hanging out, chilling. It's such a nice, relaxing thing, and the weather's gonna be nice. So, you got plans? I, you know, I don't have any specific plans yet because. Oh, really? uh, 
Yeah, life has been a little crazy lately. Uh, but my wife is working, I think, on Midsummer, so I think it's me yeah. and the kids. I think we may hook up with her sister who lives down the street. She's got small kids. I think we're just going to keep it in the neighborhood. Okay. Um, no dancing around poles? You know, so I'm, I'm, if I have enough drinks, I'll probably start dancing around a light pole oh, or something. Okay, <laughs> I don't nice. know. <laughs> you like the food? I, not all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like some of the herring. Yeah, yeah, same here. Not all of it. Uh, um, pickled, pickled herring is a thing here. They call it sil, mm-hmm. uh, just for people who don't But know. the one thing that I truly love, and when you, I mean, when you hear it out loud, it sounds kind of gross, but this Janssen's, yes. it's like potatoes, cream, and anchovies, yeah. mostly. And when you hear that, you're like, yuck. Yeah, it sounds but, like some, some Viking food. Yeah, but you, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, actually. I like it. I love it. I think it's one of the best things Swedes have ever come up with, Yeah, to be honest. That and Ikea. Yeah. It's like uh, do-it-yourself furniture. Yeah, it yeah. Could make you... People like to rip on Ikea, but honestly, like... Yeah. It just... Uh, it's cheap. It's easy. People, oh, it's so hard to put together. It's like, well, maybe you're just fucking stupid. <laughs> you know? The instructions are right there. It's yeah. That hard. <laughs> With the guy pointing. Yeah. The white man telling me what to do. That's just what I need, man. <laughs> <laughs> make him dance. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's enough about uh, Midsummer. It's time to talk about one of our favorite things in the world, the NFL. Yes. Uh it's been uh less eventful this week. Really? Uh, we've had well, yeah. I mean actually last, in the last week was was packed. Yeah, but in the last couple of days w- that's true, but in the last couple of days I feel like there's been some some continuation. Well, especially I one of the things um you know, this Kaepernick thing continues to kind of um mm-hmm. catch fire or mm-hmm. you know, little momentum. First you had Pete Carroll saying um Somebody's reached out. Someone reached out, exactly. Yeah. And now, what was it? I saw yesterday the coach from the Chargers was saying, Anthony Lynn, yeah. we, we're thinking about offering this dude a, a workout or a tryout. Yeah. I don't know what that means. but yeah, workout. Yeah. Uh, workout basically means tryout, I guess, yeah. in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> and, um, and also, I heard on my way here that Pete Carroll confirmed that the Chargers were not the team that had called him. Ooh. So that means there's more than one team. Ooh. How how bad do you want him to play? I I, re- I I keep thinking about where I want him to play. Okay, because I would hate. But you want it. I want the so, as a as a as a writer. I want the story. Mm-hmm. I like. I have such an obsession with him winding up in the place where it could create the best possible story. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean. Okay. So, for instance, like some place where where he could come in as a backup, but he has a really good chance of taking over. If if the starter either gets injured or totally sucks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and they and they're on the verge of the playoffs type of thing. Yeah, and I kind of have a. I've, there's a few places where it seems like it could be really cool for him to wind up. Uh, Jaguars maybe, because it's not yeah. like Gardner Minshew is any good. Yeah, he could easily beat him out of the job. Yeah. I think he's one of the the starters in the NFL that that Cap could. Could yeah. totally. Yeah, he's one. Of, uh, yeah, there's a few he could uh, um, could take their place. But, I think. But I don't life. know why. But I kind of have this weird obsession with him winding up with Cleveland Browns. Really? Yeah, because I think I think Baker Mayfield has the potential of of being one of those quarterbacks who goes down in history as being somewhat overrated. Yeah. Right. You know, I can like a lot of hype coming in, a lot of bravado, 
a lot of shit talking. Yeah. He, he's done some things, but he hasn't really, yeah. you know, he's, yeah. and this year he's got all the tools that he needs yeah. to be successful. I agree. And if he blows it this year, I then guarantee you probably, everybody's yeah. going to be talking about him as like, oh, well, he was supposed to be good, but he didn't really work out. Hmm. Cleveland. And can you imagine Cap taking over the, the Browns? Yeah. As with a that good, squad? Yeah. And they had Jim Brown. Yeah. Who's one of the faces of activism in the history of the league. Yeah, uh, huge the, figure in the civil rights movement. Yeah, civil rights movement. Uh, so that could be like a nice continuation for that little minor storyline. You know, I feel like at this point, it, that is the team where I most want him to wind Damn, up. I had never thought about Cleveland. I was thinking Chicago just because Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> but that's actually kind of what got me thinking about Cleveland because of the Trubisky, uh, Nick Foles kind of competition that's going on mm-hmm. right now. Um, was what did Trubisky say this week? Uh, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to go to. What did he say? It's his team, man. Yeah. <clears throat> he says uh, the Bears are still my team. That's what uh, Mitch says. Uh huh. So I didn't uh, realize well, he was also the general manager. Of yeah. That team. And now he's uh, <laughs> now that it's been said. Now we know. Yeah. Because uh, once you say that, it proves that it's it's <laughs> it's the way it is. It proves that someone has lit a fire under your ass is what uh, it proves. <laughs> like he's going to all of a sudden be good. <clears throat> but I think the same, I think you could replicate the same kind of po- potentially healthy competition yeah. between starter and backup um, considering Baker Mayfield and, and Colin Kaepernick. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And it would be like, the sto- I mean, it would be the story of the year. I've, I've also heard the Ravens. As a possible team, yeah, but, but I heard that too. too but yeah. What, what, yeah. He, he's Where's never the in it? Yeah. see for me. That's a, the worst possible place for him to wind up, yeah. as far as the story is yeah, concerned. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? For him to go somewhere that he could take over—is that what you're thinking as well? Exactly. Where he could—I mean, in the future, he could be there and have a—you know—because I could think of being uh, being dragged in as a backup and mm-hmm. then against all odds, yeah. slots in. Goes undefeated, wins the Super Bowl. That's the story I'm looking for. Wow. And that could be, that's not Jacksonville. No. Because <laughs> even if he takes over Minshew's job, they're yeah. not going to win the but, Super Bowl. But uh, that could be the Bears. They got a good defense. Yeah. And, and even if he winds up in San Diego, it's not, not going to happen either. It's not, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because somewhere like Seattle, then you have, you're not going to. He's not going to play unseat, there either. Uh, I'm saying, if, like, say Russell gets an injury. Whenever he's back, yeah. you're back on the bench. But I would rather see the story play out that he not, he, not that he gets in because the starter gets injured, but he gets in because the starter just sucks. goes 0-3 to start uh, the season and they hmm. slot Kaepernick in and he just rips it up. That's the story I want to see. I hope it happens, man. Now I'm rooting for Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland or Chicago? Chicago just seems like it's just the easiest route for him to get back to being a starter. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Shit, so many places. Jets could work. <clears throat> oh, totally. It's about time for them to make the decision. They yeah. got to pull the trigger on Sam Darnold. Another one is Josh Allen in uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo. That's mm-hmm. a complete team that he could uh, hop in there and really get behind the wheel. I think it would take a lot to unseat Josh Allen, though. He had such a good year last year. Yeah, that's true. I was just thinking about how he's, a, he's the piece that's uh, – it's not together for that. Like you don't, you still don't know right. if he's the one. He's because he's kind of got accuracy issues. True, mm, sure. but he can. As far as plugging him in, if something <clears throat> happens and Allen gets injured, if if Allen has an injury in training camp, no way you don't put in Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, because he's a running threat, Allen, and then he can 
but he's got some accuracy issues. So yeah, I think um, I think you're going to see a lot less injuries in training camp this year because they're not really going to have a very long. Oh, so you see injuries in preseason? <laughs> well, they're only going to have two, <laughs> two preseason games. games. Yeah, that's what I mean. Those first oh. how many hamstrings are you going to see? Oh, yeah. first two games. Yeah, when everybody's out of shape. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You sent me a, a few links too, man. Uh, I did. Um, yeah, I was kind of on a tear. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, one of the crazier stories um, was what was it? Five Cowboys and a couple of tennis uh, uh, Houston Texans positive for COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's a little. Um, I mean. <sighs> I d- it, None of these guys are gonna die though. I don't know. No. I feel like a little uh, like an asshole a little bit, but I'm just like they're in, for the most part the the death rate's really low. Yeah. On on COVID anyway, and then uh, a t- elite athlete. Yeah. Is probably gonna. I was actually more concerned heart. when I read this story, um, just regarding like the situation of them coming back to play. Okay. Right. So. I mean, there's all these coaches have come out the last week basically saying like, okay, well, we've, we've read all the guidelines that the mm-hmm. NFL sent regarding the virus and how we're supposed to conduct our practices. And, and these, these are, they're not possible. We can't follow all of oh, these yeah, guidelines so and do what we it, do. Yeah. Um, and I just, it, it just feels like it would suck so bad if they can't have fans in the stands. I agree. I mean, I'll be happy. I'm going to watch it anyway. I'm going to be super excited when they start playing again. But it's just going to be so weird if there's nobody there. I think the fans could come later. America really dropped the ball on the handling of this, and I think that's what's making this extend. Somewhere. It sounds like they're continuing to drop that ball. Uh, they're but- like Des Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cowboys fans. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some of those states in the last couple of days are reporting a sort of a spike, yeah. somewhat of a second wave. Yeah. Trump thinks he's going to go to Oklahoma and do a rally. You know they're signing uh, not like a no fault like disclaimers. Really? Everybody who goes to there. Oh has yeah. To sign a oh, thing yeah, saying yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we will not. We're taking this risk of catching COVID nineteen to see Trump. Yeah, I've Jesus heard that a, a lot of people are uh, applying for tickets. There's a movement to apply for tickets and not go. Really? <laughs> so that. Uh, they clog it up so actual Trump supporters can't make it. Wow. Can't get on the list. So then they have the rally and nobody's there. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, because they, they also announced that they moved the Republican uh, convention that they're supposed to have this summer. It was, I think it was supposed to be in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and Charlotte said, well, we can't promise you that we're going to allow you to sell this place out. Yeah. And so Trump was like, yoik. Yeah. Uh, and now that. I think they're doing it in Jacksonville. Oh, so they chose Jackson. Okay, I remember them talking about it. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, all man. you Jaguars fans out there, <laughs> you can go get you some COVID at the at the yeah, Trump rally. <laughs> at, the, at the convention. Wow. <laughs> Public convention. Crazy. Oh, man. Unbelievable. I hope they get their shit together, man. I really, I think football, I kind of want football. I mean, I definitely want football <clears throat> to come back. I should say it like that. But football not coming back if they keep the focus on with this uh, police uh, reform stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I wouldn't mind if basketball didn't come back. Just give us a little bit. I think more time I, I read so. before I came here this morning. I think they charged that that officer in Atlanta. Yeah, man, who Your shot state, the dude man. in the Your Wendy's parking lot? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's not uh, news to me. <laughs> yeah, that situation. Uh, 
Somebody asked me about that today, too. That situation is very sad. I'm kind of annoyed how many times I've seen every story has the video. Yeah. And it's like, man, how many times I got to see my black brothers and sisters dying, man, in these situations? I'm t- so tired of it. But uh, uh, it's not as gruesome as the George Floyd. That is... No. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I guess that's okay that it's not as gruesome, but he still is dying on camera. They killed him in front of someone. Yeah. I hear you. I think there's a lot to be said. As much as it is sensationalism, the one thing that I always think back to is, um, you know, during the civil rights movement, one of the things that really sparked the civil rights movement in the 60s uh, and kind of threw threw it into overdrive was the murder of this young boy, Emmett Till, who was um, beat to death by a bunch of white guys because he looked at... He was accused he, of whistling at that lady. Whistling yeah. at a white girl. Um, and the mother of Emmett Till insisted, even though he, like, she insisted on an open casket, despite yeah. the fact that he had been so badly beaten, yeah. because she wanted the world to see uh, what, what had happened. Yeah. And, and you know, to this day, that's that's definitely one of the things that they... But I hear you, yeah. because it, it, it's... Well, I'm it's not becomes, a white person. I know. But, <laughs> I've seen enough of this shit. It's I've become seen. so ubiquitous, and it is, there is... Um, you know, it, 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 we shouldn't have to see these videos yeah. to be angry about them. Right. But it helps Yeah, some people to be like, oh, shit. Like yeah. this one. And this one. I like that this, uh, I, I hate that it happened. Mm. But um, I think this adds to the discussion a lot. Sure. Because there's people out there that are like, well, he shouldn't have fought the police. Or because yeah. he beat the two cops up. Basically. Or he got away from the two cops. Yeah. Physically overwhelmed the yeah. two guys. Yep. And then uh, he took a taser. Yep. And then he he shot he uh, it looks like on the video that he shot the taser. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no proof he made contact or anything. It seems mm. like hard to he's running and shooting backwards. Right. But uh, to shoot at him for so far away as he's running away is just wrong. I don't care if he beat the shit out of you. Right. You do not shoot somebody running away whom you have their car. He's not posing a threat to anybody else. You know where he lives. Yeah. Just go pick him up. He just said to them in the video, <laughs> I. I my sister lives a couple blocks away. I can yeah. walk there, leave my car here. He was yeah. drunk driving. Uh, or he's allegedly drunk driving. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. So then they shot him in the back instead. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. I don't want to get on my soapbox, but... No, I'm with when you. When can these people I always go think to it's, court? I always think it's a little weird, too. Like, you know, when you compare... What does it take? Like six months to become a cop in the States? Yeah. Here, here, I think it takes, like, at least two years. Yeah, it depends Maybe on where three. you're at in the states. I don't, I don't have the numbers here, but but here it's like getting a university degree almost. Oh, really? It takes like two or three years to to become okay. a cop in Sweden. Yeah, but I think it's more. Uh, it's not the training, man. If that was a, a white guy beat them up and got away, there's videos of white people beating yeah. the police and uh, living to tell the story. No, I I, I agree with that too. Um, but I think training could make a difference and also i think you know the other thing is is that i think they recruit cops in the same way that you know especially where i you know in small southern towns they recruit cops in the same way they recruit for the military you know they're going after these young kids in these small poor communities who don't can't afford to go to college Mm -hmm. don't really you know have many opportunities and it's like well hey join the military and uh you know when you get out you'll make this much money yeah. Um, but here's the difference in that. I like that you brought that up. Here's the difference in that. Mm. These cops, they want to be soldiers. They feel like they are soldiers, right? Uh, and we had a horrible incident years ago uh, during the uh, 
the time we were well, we occupied all the damn time, but we were occupying Iraq, mm-hmm. and uh, we had the Abu Ghraib incident. Oh yeah, and uh, some soldiers were com- did some horrific things with uh, some 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 uh, prisoners mm-hmm. in Abu Ghraib, and um, I remember seeing the images, and I have never ever heard another member of the military. I was in the military at the time. Yeah, never heard another mem- member of the military speak out in support of those troops. Right. That did that. That's a good point. Uh but when cops do shit, they always get backing. And a- even the the guy that pushed that old man over? Yeah. Uh and and cracked his skull. Oh yeah. Uh, like I saw the dude's that. bleeding on the ground and they that. say he tripped. There's no like it, <laughs> that's the difference. Like the military It's yeah. a good point. You, it's built on honor and you just you, integrity first was the first thing I learned. Integrity first was doing what's right when no one's looking. Hmm. And that's the first uh core value of the Air Force. Integrity first, service before self, excellence and all we do are the three core values. And you just know you got to do the right thing. Oh, just fucking no. And if not, then you're you you broke the core values. You're fucking hmm. done. Yeah. It's a difference. It's a good I'm not point. saying that everything the military does is right. I'm not saying that at all. Right. I'm not defending the you know the, the wars that we started and the things that we did. However, the troops yeah. are doing what they think is right, and they are honorable in uh, their convictions. That's a good point. Point uh, well taken. Yeah. Uh, anyway, enough of that shit. <clears throat> yeah. Let's talk some more football, man. Uh, we're past the COVID stuff with the troops. Uh, <laughs> ranking of uh, most likely quarterbacks to lose their jobs is an article that you sent me. Oh, that was a good Mitchell one, right? Yeah, yeah. Got some Miami Dolphins in there. Uh, yeah, one. There's only one quarterback, right? Well, they think Dwayne Haskins is going to lose his job. Dwayne Haskins, Washington Redskins quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Well, um, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, about the Redskins. Uh, I don't know much about Dwayne Haskins either. He went to uh, Ohio State, right? Yeah. I Honestly, I think it's too early to be having a conversation like this. I mean, he's uh, it, he just he needs some more time. Yeah. And and he needs more support. Okay. Well, what we can do is say the seven that they have on the list. Correct. We yeah. got Dwayne Haskins in uh in DC at Redskins. Philip Rivers, the Colts quarterback, who. Uh, sh- I mean, I think he's just not that good anymore. Personally. Maybe not, but I also think it's a little early to have that conversation. He hasn't even played a game for the Colts yet. Yeah, I get him being on the on the list though. Uh, Jared Stidham, <laughs> for Patriots. sure. He also hasn't played a game, but I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, this guy, Nick Foles. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, got to be the flimsiest <clears throat> quarterback situation in the NFL. Nick Foles and Mitch <laughs> Trubisky. Well, what's funny about this is that. Um, I mean, by nature of naming Nick Foles as being, you know, potentially losing his job mm. as a quarterback, are they not? I mean, it's almost like they're assuming he's going to be the starter. Good point. Which yeah. is kind of interesting because it's it was just stated by Mitch, Mitch Trubisky that it's his team, right? It's so weird that uh, Nick Foles is who they're... Well, apparently, whoever wrote this article thinks it's Nick Foles' team. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, Jacksonville. See, there's are people that we just named in this Kaepernick discussion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, t- I, again, I love this fucking handlebar mustache, but... You <laughs> Sorry, know, man. Handlebar mustaches don't score touchdowns all by themselves. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is always... Uh, he's a, he's kind of a journeyman, if you could say that, in, mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. Well, this is the, the team where they're... 
you know the, the where they said they're interested in trying out Kaepernick, so that could be interesting. Oh yeah, right. But they just took on Justin Herbert. <clears throat> also, maybe they're thinking Kaepernick can develop Herbert. I don't know. Maybe that was their draft pick was Herbert, uh, and then they say Ryan Fat- Fitzpatrick, which might be the most natural uh, one on here. That right. it's, it's part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Like things are going as planned if that happens. Of course, I have the most uh, knowledge of that situation of all the others because I'm a Dolphins fan. Right. But uh, if Fitzpatrick uh, is not the starter, then that means Tua Tungvaloa is showing off a little bit in practice and whatnot and has moved in to the next phase to take over. So that'll be good. I, I really think you guys have found your quarterback of the future. That kid is so – he's yeah, so man. good. I wanted him so bad. I was just trying to – to temper my uh, my expectations for the draft, they threw rumors out and shit. Mm. And, but we got him, man. I was like, Whew. he's really good. Yeah, he is. And I love that he's left-handed, so there's not so much. Uh, it's not so much stress on getting the uh, the salary cap of the staunch left tackle. Mm. You just worry about the right tackle, and they don't demand as much money as the left tackle. And he has like kind of a weird throwing style too. Like when he when he does throw with his left hand, it's kind of jacked out a little bit to the point where as soon as he lets go of the ball, I remember watching because I I saw this guy play so many times against yeah. Georgia and uh, in the SEC. And as soon as the ball leaves his hand, you think that's not going anywhere. <laughs> and then, mm. then he throws this like fifty yard bomb. Yeah. Uh, he's he that kid sees the field. Really well, he can uh, see everything. Tell me more, man. We can talk about this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah, he's good. We got him. <laughs> uh, and and also this injury stuff. People are talking about. It's like, well, okay, it's football, man. Yeah, Everyone's I mean, like, he's, oh, he's, he's he's gonna get hurt. We don't know if he's gonna get hurt. There's yeah, people that have had injury history all through college and come to the pros and don't have him. I mean, newsflash: he got injured in college. I mean, yeah. they all get injured. Yeah, and the reason that uh, and he came back quickly from the injuries, uh, and that's what I mean. I, I don't. He's heads and tails, uh, one of the best quarterbacks to come out of the draft this year, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow's great, um, but this guy is definitely. The, I personally, think Joe Burrow's gonna flop. I, considering the team he's on, yeah. I think it's very I think possible. he's going to be one of the people that call a bust, and it might be undeserving. But uh, I, he had one year. I mean, he might be a quarterback that shines in the right system and with the right coach. So if they don't have that situation right for him, he's not a he's not a talent like Tua. No, you know what I mean, that's gonna up uh, like gonna bring your team up. Yeah, he's talented, but he's not a. I think uh, you could be right. I, I think Joe Burrow could be one of those guys that he needs to wind up wind up in the right system. Uh, um, like he may flop with the Bengals, but but if he managed to wind up somewhere else, he'd be great. I should. Yeah. I wish he would go to Atlanta. I think he'd be great at Atlanta. That might have been. That's what I'm like. You know what I mean? He should have been trying of, to get like, all right, chill, everybody. <laughs> but if you want the money. He came, it came in at the first. But do you want? He's not the quarterback that the first pick should. I don't know. I mean, he's going to have AJ Green to throw the ball to, which would be. What's I mean l- lately, AJ Green. Well, if he doesn't, last year AJ Green, when he injured his foot in training camp, didn't play the whole year. Um, but when he's healthy, of course, yeah. that motherfucker it's dynamic, yeah. Also, Georgia Bulldog, just saying. <laughs> I didn't know that. Actually. <laughs> Man, you, you're like me with the with the Hurricanes. Yeah, uh, I just you just name. I just name. Uh, uh, he's Canes. Canes. Just Canes. Oh, it's okay if he scored on us. He played for the Canes. So, so yeah, I'd say, I mean, I like. I, I'm I'm a huge I root for Nick Chubb. 
That's the only reason why I watched the Browns, because Nick Chubb. Because <laughs> he played. Because I love Nick Chubb. And when he came into the league, everybody was like, "What? who's Nick what? Nick who? I remember when they did the, uh, what's that show? The Hard Knocks? When yeah, they did the Browns knocks. that year? Yeah. And there was like a scene where they were at the airport and all the reporters were like, oh my God, it's Baker Mayfield. Oh my God. La, 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 la. Yeah. And then one of the reporters went up to Nick Chubb, who was standing off to the side. They were like, oh, do you also play for the Browns? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now they're saying that he might be one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. Because he has very quietly come out every Sunday and done his fucking job ass, yeah. and just run some motherfuckers over. Yeah. Nick Chubb mm-hmm. is a shit. Uh, another thing that uh, happened this week uh, was Roger Goodell came out and encouraged. He's the words, the word encouraged. Oh, such strong language to take on Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. I'm hoping that helps too. That's a long way from I am blocking you <laughs> from signing Colin Kaepernick. The so cat that's block. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just, it's a full 180. <laughs> uh, still no, uh, actually, and he named him there. Didn't name him in the apology, but he named him in encouraging uh, yeah. teams to to take him on. I and he said if he doesn't want to play, then we welcome him to the table to talk about how we can help progression. And uh, something else you sent was uh, the NFL has dedicated two hundred and fifty million dollars to social injustice in America, putting their hey, money where their mouth is. Man, they haven't said where they're going to put that money, but over ten years, right? But I mean, they haven't specifically said what they were going to. I mean, but there are obviously that will come later. They'll, yeah. Um, but that's huge, man. I mean, it's like again, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but it, it just the sea change is so incredible yeah. to watch. Yeah. Um, you know where where it, it just completely f- flipped around. Now, now this movement is on fire. It's it's totally headed in the right direction. Feels like that. We'll yeah. see. They uh and they've got some reform stuff out too as far as police uh, oh, uh chokeholds yeah. being banned. It's funny I saw next to <laughs> each other I saw the Democrats plan and the Republican plan. Oh, I didn't see that. It's so interesting that uh one is trying to do something and one's not trying to do, <laughs> do anything. <laughs> like chokeholds are banned in the Democratic and then right. chokeholds are not incentivized. <laughs> the, uh, the I'm sorry. Uh, are there incentives uh, for choking people? I, that's what I was gonna say. Are there incentives? You get a bonus? <laughs> oh, I choked. I choked three people last month. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> where's my pay raise? I want to see that that breakdown. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it's two and a half chokeholds, actually, uh, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got an assist. <laughs> yeah, you had an assist, like a sack. <laughs> an assisted chokehold. Jesus. So, uh, he was, uh, That's actually, funny. Jones was already choking him when you came in and helped out. So. I didn't see, I saw the no chokehold thing. I didn't realize, I didn't, that's a funny word to use. De-incentivized. In what? That's very weird. Yeah. Or what if there was pay for no chokeholds? Like, all right, last month you did 10. Right. You did two this month, so... You get a pay raise. It's like it's weird to put. Uh, uh, that is weird. Or maybe weird. it was in uh, the list of things that they do. So like, yeah. First, you you know use your words, then chokehold, then murder. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> so we we damn incentivize chokeholds. That's insane. Put it uh, <clears throat> later. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Hopefully, it's better. I've got a DeAndre Baker update. Oh, I was just gonna ask you that. We need a uh, an audio actually, for you that. Actually, you know what? I feel like sort of a DeAndre Baker update. Okay. It's uh-huh. actually not about him. Okay. Uh, it's about one of his teammates. So I was thinking that, you know, okay. one yeah. of his teammates is taking some heat off of him. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, so I guess I sort of lied about DeAndre Baker. But <laughs> anyway, uh, New York Giants star kicker Aldrich Rosas oh, yes, was yes. arrested Monday after yeah. allegedly T-boning a car and fleeing the scene. Mm. Cops believe alcohol was involved. No way. Yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> law enforcement officials say witness saw a 25-year-old um, going around 100 miles an hour, driving erratically. Uh, where was he? Chico, California. Um, yeah, when he he blew a red light and plowed into somebody's car. Fuck. Uh, what was the... Uh, yeah. Don't this, drink and drive, people. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he was a bit of a mess. He wrecked. He ran. He wrecked. Kept driving. And then his car broke down. And then he ran. Um, and when they finally caught up to him... Because he's got kicker speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> and when they finally caught up to him... Um, his hands, legs, and bare feet were covered in blood. <laughs> so, I don't know. Was it his blood? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know. Just covered in blood. I can see the feet. He's running barefoot. Okay. His they didn't hands? really specify what the injuries were. What Maybe he, he started... What if he's running on all fours? <laughs> <laughs> he's just going straight fugitive style. <laughs> 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 yeah. So apparently they forgot to check the trunk. Maybe his wife was in the trunk or something. Maybe that's where all the blood came from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he you know? murdered somebody. No, to no, play. this is from the accident. I'm not drunk. I was committed a murder. I was trying to leave the country. <laughs> wow. Well, he's probably done. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't. Uh, the only thing the NFL will let you come back from is domestic violence. So. Well, <laughs> you know, I say is. If so if his wife's he, in the trunk, he might. He's apparently one of the better kickers in the league. Oh shit! Well, right now, that's high. It's, uh, it's um, he's a former Pro Bowler. I think it says here. Oh, wow. Also, um, made sixty-two of his seventy-five field goal attempts. So, so he missed. So he might 13. not. What? Yeah, I mean, what? What's <laughs> he gonna? They'll have him back. This won't keep him out of. If the DeAndre Baker is back, he did an armed robbery. Yeah. Allegedly did an arm robbery. Allegedly. Yeah. Did an arm robbery. Well, he also could have been just playing Madden. He allegedly, and yeah. somebody flipped the table. Exactly. So, so DeAndre Baker should probably send a thank you letter. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. to his teammate for taking a little heat off of him. Did the person that he T-boned, are they okay? Apparently, yeah. Okay, what else? So that's they? good. Yeah, so I'm it's not like joking. vehicular homicide. Yeah. It's drunk driving. He'll be able to kick, I bet. Yeah. Right? You would think so. At least they didn't shoot him in the back. True. Man. That's true. Bloody hands and feet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's a... Uh, man, these NFL players got a... I guess it's such a big league, too. Yeah. Uh, So it's not like it's a trend, but there's a lot, <clears throat> always some type of thing with somebody. Yeah. On the positive note, one of the cooler stories I saw this week was this thing with uh, um, Deion Sanders and uh, Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders apparently has made it his personal mission to get Antonio Brown back into the NFL. Into the NFL, just not, uh, I thought you were going to say like better mentally. Both. Okay. Um, And he's been working out with them. Hanging out with him, and there was this video that was released this week with with Deion Sanders, um, 
basically kind of talking about this, you know, Deion Sanders, when he played, he, okay, so the things that these these two guys have in common is that they have these kind of larger than life type kind of personas, right? Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. public persona where it's like, you know, you can call it selfish, you can call it self-centered, you can call it whatever you want, or you could just call it good branding or marketing. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders famously was, I don't know, did he give himself this name, Primetime? I don't know where that came from. I think he gave it to himself. He does explain it somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. He was known as primetime, though. He admits to uh, Antonio Brown, who obviously in the last couple of years has been having some um, behavioral issues, Mm -hmm. just settled a case, pleaded no contest to Uh, assaulting a moving truck driver again or something. And it looks like uh, he might have some, uh, some mental health issues. Yeah. And uh, Deion Sanders in this video is basically talking about his experience of, of, you know, not being able to kind of mentally live up to all that hype. Uh, and in the video admits that, that he actually attempted suicide. Should, should I play this clip? Can you? Yeah. It's um, apparently he... Uh, it can't be played in it. He... Um, I'll see if I can find it. He... You know, at the height of his fame, I think I think his wife was leaving him at the time. Uh, Dion, he, yeah, Dion, and and he 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 says that he he drove his car off a um, off a off a cliff. Shit. Um, you think CTE might be involved with that? Uh, could be. What's the name? Tried to do that first, Junior Seau. Oh, really? He drove off of a cliff. Maybe that's where he got the idea. And then uh, later, he shot himself in the chest. I mean, if he really, he should have driven off of that Thelma and Louise cliff if he really wanted to do it, right? I mean, that's like. <laughs> Keep it real. I mean, they want to see Antonio. They want to see AB. And we get intoxicated with feeding them what they want. Then you suffocate Antonio because he's like, hey, man, I got you, man. Now you flip on me like this with AB. And. I'm happy the way it done played out for you in some aspects because I'm suicidal, dog. I almost did that thing. I tried to do that thing because I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle it. I got to an emotional low, um, a devastation of personal things going on, and, and I couldn't handle it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad and I'm thankful that you ain't never tried to check out. I, you know, one thing that you told me recently, man, is... Uh, You've been going to people and talking to them about childhood and all that, and that's real, though. That's I wish, is it, has it helped? Definitely helped, man. Just having someone who don't want nothing for you that could just lend you an ear. You know, because not a lot of people, as you know, you could talk to or understand When you're going through the storm, though, man, how is it, though? Like, when you're going through it? When you're going through it, it's tough, you know. All the emotions run in place, so... Your thoughts, the reality, the false reality, and you're just trying to kind of balance a piece of, you know, what's the next step? Yeah, uh, I, some heavy stuff. I'm glad they're talking about this stuff, man. Especially as a, uh, I don't want to make it about race, but uh, as a black man, man, we, they don't, mm. we don't normally open up like that, <laughs> or we, it's like this whole thing about being. Uh, 
tough and all of this right. shit. And, and, and therapy is looked down upon by the community yeah. a lot. So I get that, but... I think it's also kind of men in general, too. You yeah, know what I mean? Too, yeah. It's um, Opening up as men. Yeah. And also, you know, I think you brought this up at one point, um, the idea of getting into some of these players that get a bad rap. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I like to pick on Antonio Brown simply because some of the things he's done have just been... Insane. Yeah, I got, I got a side eye him too though. Mm-hmm. He's not he's he's not in my good graces no. anymore. Because he's also tried to bully two people that he uh, is accused of sexually assaulting. Yeah, and that's the part that is like you can't gloss over that. Your mental no health thing. Oh, it might have something to do with that sure. too, but it's still things you did and people that are n- probably never gonna forget you in a negative way. Yeah. So it's like he should. Show me that you're doing better by coming out and publicly apologizing and maybe talking to some, let some young people see that, you know, acting like this is unacceptable. That's a good point to make because I think what it really points out is that, um, you know, for him, it shouldn't be just about his his story of redemption, if there is one, mm-hmm. uh, shouldn't be just about making it back into the league. Exactly. It should exactly. be a lot That's more what I wanted to say that too. Yeah, good point. Good point. They should, you should say that because this video seemed a little bit like it's his plea to, sure, to you know, hey man, I run, you know, I'm, I'm going through some stuff. Let me yeah. play again. But it's, it should be, I'm going through some stuff. Let me get better, and understand I'm going through stuff, and I'm working on myself. I like that he did mention that he's talking to somebody. Yeah, keep talking to somebody. I'm, I'm, he don't give a fuck what I say. But <laughs> if I what? were to, give he's him not advice, listening. <laughs> he stopped, man. Last week he didn't oh, like he didn't man. like where we put uh, put the teams. <laughs> he's like bears. Where <laughs> fuck this podcast. <laughs> so uh, so he's. Uh, I would say you know keep seeing people get better first, and then he's he's still gonna be a really good football player. Yeah. It's just not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I'm jealous because he's got such a full, thick head of hair, man. Yeah. And Dion has a new, you know, he got, Dion got a, a hair transplant. Did he really? Yeah, man. There's a know. video of him celebrating once his, uh, he's like, just barber br- fixes his hair and he's brushing his hair. He's so happy that he has his hair back. He does a video about oh, it. Oh, wow. Uh, so him and Erlocker. Did you know Erlocker's got a, a head of hair now? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you're not a, you're not like me, man. I'm a bald man that, you know, uh. is trying to uh, cope with it. So. I'm working on it. I'm, yeah, you'll be, a, the... you'll be on my level soon, man. Yeah. Come on over. But, uh, th- uh, what's his, what's his name? Erlocker, who's known for that bald head. Yeah. When he got a hair transplant. And now he's uh he's like the face of that transplant company. I like his uh I like Neon Dion. I like I'm digging his um his Neon Dion. You brought back the old nickname. Uh, I'm digging his white beard. I I like that. Yeah, I like that man. It's, it's the cool. uh, the Black Santa vibe. Yes, like wise old man. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Cool. He should uh he should have Morgan Freeman uh, uh, na- uh narrate his life now. <laughs> Dion Sanders <laughs> is talking exactly to. Yeah. Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. You like my Morgan Freeman? That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, should we move on to the histories? Yeah, sure. Which, uh, which division was it? Was the... uh, it was the AFC East. East. Oh, yeah. I get to tell you how I feel. <clears throat> AFC East. Um, where do we start? Uh, the, alphabetically, right? So Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, where are you? Buffalo Bills established October 28th, 1959. Oh, they're older than the Dolphins. Yeah. They play up in the uh, kind of upstate New York 
Buffalo Niagara Falls area. Um, owned by the same dude who owns the Buffalo Sabres. Really? Hockey team. I wonder if the people in Canada watch this team. I bet they do. It's so close to Canada. Right there. I'm sure, yeah, because they do a game in Toronto every year, don't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, I think so. Um, the Bills are the only team to win four consecutive conference championships <laughs> and the only NFL team to lose four consecutive Super Bowls. Yes, I wanted to, yeah. That's uh, not quite the history you want to make. Uh, Jim Kelly, man. Mm-hmm. They had a good team. They used to terrorize the Dolphins. Kept the Dolphins from getting to those Super Bowls. Yeah. All right. Is that that's all the history you got on them? Um. Well, let's see. Big rivalries. Dolphins, of course. Yeah. Um. Often considered Buffalo's most famous rivalry between them and the Dolphins, I guess. Even though the the record is sixty to forty seven and one draw. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty lopsided rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> I looked that up today randomly. Like, oh, randomly. Beat, beat that ass. That wasn't random. <laughs> that shit was deliberate. <laughs> I looked that shit up deliberately. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, that's all I got for them. All right. Uh, when I think about Buffalo, I think about those times they used to beat Marino, keep him from getting to the Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, it's a rivalry. And right now, they're the big brother, like, beating us up uh, a lot. They beat us more than the Patriots recently. We split with them. Buffalo... Mm. Gets, has our number kind of. Uh, and the way they're building their team, they're like a step ahead of Miami right now with the way the Miami's building. We're like same uh, plan pretty much. Mm. So I don't know. When I think of <laughs> Buffalo, I think about the, making it to the Super Bowl four times in a row. That's like their legacy right there. Right. So uh, And now they seem poised to kind of take over the AFC. I really think they're going to be a good team. They should win the AFC this yeah. year. Uh, AFC completely? I mean, they should. Oh, well, they should win their... Their, AFC East. Yeah, okay, the okay, AFC okay. East. They should win the AFC East. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I just, I'm not a Josh Allen believer, but we'll see. Jury's still out for me on him. Uh, but well, yeah, I guess we, we skipped over one of their more famous players, OJ Simpson. Yeah. OJ played there. That's the thing he's known most for is, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. is playing for That Buffalo. was sort of where he became so famous, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, for that was the first time he became famous. Yeah. Having one of the most, yeah, the most, the best running backs of all time is good for yeah. Buffalo. Uh, yeah. I know somebody from that area. I worked with him when I was in the Air Force. And he, he went to the same daycare as OJ's son. Uh-huh. And uh, he said he'll never forget how large OJ's hands were. Mm. He's just like, that dude's hands are gigantic. When oh, he went wow. to pick his kid up, he's like, mm. man, no wonder he's a... Uh, no wonder his hand didn't fit in the glove. Yeah, no wonder it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Must have quit. Uh, about OJ, how'd you feel when he was acquitted? It was really polarizing. Uh, in my, I, I found out in my classroom. I, um, I, did, I was... <sighs> I thought it was interesting. Um, I followed the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, um, I mean, I was old enough to where, I don't remember exactly how, I would think I was in my early 20s. Oh, so okay. I was living on my own. I had a I had a job. I worked in a restaurant at night and my days were free. I was pretty lazy during the day. So my buddies and I, we used to sit around and watch the, the actual it's the trial. the first trial that ever was like yeah. broadcast like that. It yeah, invented so we, court TV. Yeah, so we watched a lot of it. Um, mm. uh, me too. I mean, I agree they didn't make a super awesome case, so I, I wasn't convinced that he did it. Okay. Um, I'm convinced that it's obviously possible that he did it, but I wasn't 
You weren't. You are convinced. I mean, I'm convinced that he could have. Okay. But so you're not. You still saying OJ might be innocent? I think he could be, but I. I mean, he's definitely. Um, he he's probably did it. Right? He probably did yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember when they said the verdict. We were in middle school, and they stopped class, mm. and put, wheeled in the TV. You know, back when they used to have the TV on wheels, wheel in the TV cart. Really? The TV there. Wow. Turned it on. It was in my algebra class. What grade you were you in? Uh, seventh or eighth, and they wheeled in a TV for the OJ. Wheeled in a TV. Wow! Everybody thought. Well, the teacher was kind of a pushover. We said we're gonna watch this. I've seen a teacher change a grade because a student threatened him. How the fuck I get an F? He's like, you have a C. (laughs) Wow! But uh, we wheeled it in, and I remember that uh, they said not guilty. And all the black kids in the class jumped up and, and uh, shouted and were like, yeah, yeah, we finally got one. And all the white kids were mad. I remember, that, vividly remember, just looking around. I didn't make, I was happy. Mm. I wanted him to be acquitted. Right. Because I was like, this racist cop trying to take him down. Yeah. Uh, and and I looked around and I remember seeing all the white people angry and all the black. It was so polarizing just in that classroom. So interesting to me. Even as a 13-year-old kid, I was like, oh. I do remember, like, kind of my my feelings about it were really more based on the merits of the case. And I do remember yeah. when that happened, when you saw that reaction, because the same thing happened in Atlanta, too, where all all the black people were excited and there were a bunch of white people who were pissed off. And that part for, I remember, a, a, about a month or so was the part where I was like, what? why is this happening? I don't understand what's happening. And it, and it took one of my black friends to kind of explain it to me, yeah. like why it mattered so much. Um, highly recommend <clears throat> the OJ documentary. Oh, it's so good. Making uh, was make, made in America. Making making up a murder. No, isn't it made in America? Made in America. The OJ Simpson. I agree. Right. I saw that too. Amazing. It's and the so way good. they broke it down, I didn't even realize how right it was. You know, it's like yeah. how accurate. Like this is why that yeah. that documentary explained why I felt how yeah. I felt. Like yeah. why? Because I'm like, why am I happy that this guy? got off after what i think now murdered his wife I was like I, he murdered his wife if i looked at it objectively then i'd be like oh he probably did it yeah johnny cochran did a great he was my, I, my role model back then i wanted to be a lawyer oh, the school a, i went to was a magnet law he was school, such a so. badass johnny and cochran was, he was my idol he got he got oj off he got michael jackson off he's dead now he's in hell yeah for that <laughs> get off oj and michael there's a special place in hell for johnny, for johnny cochran. cochran man he was such a good lawyer <laughs> come over there to the <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> to the oh, uh, horrible place in hell. That's hilarious. Uh, anyway, uh, what's the next team? Dolphins. Yes, Miami Dolphins. The hmm. Miami Dolphins. Uh, established August sixteenth, nineteen sixty five. Yes, the oldest professional sports team in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolphins were founded by attorney slash politician Joe Robbie and actor comedian Danny Thomas. I did not know that. I didn't know that. I knew Joe part. Robbie because that was I, the stadium name. I didn't I know about the Danny Thomas part. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Uh, team played in its first Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl. Which one is that? Nine. Was it I X? No, it's V I. Six. Six. Yeah. Damn. Uh, lost that's the quick. Da- yeah, lost to the Dallas Cowboys, twenty-four to three. Following year, the Dolphins. Completed the NFL's only perfect season. Yes. Culminating in a Super Bowl win, winning all 14 of their regular season games and all three of their playoff games, including the Super Bowl. Of course, of course, that goes without saying. They won the Super Bowl. Of course they won their playoff that games. That separates that team from the New England Patriots that won 18 
games and lost the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. Shout out to the New York Giants securing Miami Dolphins as the only undefeated team ever. Bam. Yes. Yeah. Um, first team, uh, first team to appear in three consecutive Super Bowls. Was it 71, 77, 72? Or 71, 72, 73? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because the undefeated uh, season was 72, and they still won the next year <coughs> 73. And Not only, that I was alive at, at only all. Only the second team to win back-to-back championships. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's my squad, man. Uh, should oh, I say sh- how I feel about them? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder how you uh, feel about them. The legacy of the Miami Dolphins uh, is the... It's the uh, only undefeated team ever. Of course, they still carry that around. The players that are still alive, they meet every year and uh, and celebrate after the last team has lost. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we go seven weeks, there's still a team 7-0, and and then they lose, the team meets and celebrates that they're still the only ones. Okay. So, uh, it's I think it's kind of corny. Get over it. Right. But uh, it's still the one thing that we have to brag. <clears throat> the, the saddest part of the Miami Dolphins legacy is never quite putting it together for possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, Dan Marino. Right. So. He was pretty good. Yeah. What we got with the New York Jets? And also, I will say on, on them, New England. Uh, um, one of my favorite logos. Really? And the color schemes. No, I just love that whole... The, I love their whole color scheme. Mm, I love. Yeah. I have Orange a weird thing with dolphins. You know how people, when people, everyone ever ask you like, "What's your spirit animal?" You think dolphins yours? I, I've always thought the dolphin is my spirit animal. Hmm. There's something cool. about being underwater, and every time I see a dolphin, like in some nature program or something like that, mm. I always feel jealous. Oh wow! Like I wish I could be a dolphin. Have you ever heard of the dolphin that uh, lived with the scientists for a while? No. There was a dolphin that lived with a scientist for a while, and uh, uh, they were trying to see if they could get this dolphin to communicate with the scientists because they're saying dolphins communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there should be a way that we can understand each other. Uh, but the dolphin uh, would live in the water underneath her, and she lived in like a bunk bed, a raised bed, so she could sleep and then spend a lot of time with this dolphin. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was uh, like in a teenage dolphin stage, right. and he would uh, he be distracted because he was so horny. Uh huh. Because he's trying to fuck, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a teenager, and she was like to get to the lesson, so she could get him to focus. She would give the dolphin hand jobs. Oh my god! So to get him, I'm like, all right, all right, clear your head. Here you go, flipper. And <laughs> fucking rub this dolphin off. Wow. And then uh, get back to studying. Interesting. It's the most interesting dolphin story I know. I have to read about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole. Uh, Didn't the, say, the CIA the train dolphins to like have like. Like weird shooting devices underwater and stuff. I remember reading about that. Possibly, uh, but I think the hand jump <clears throat> thing is more memorable <laughs> and more pleasurable. Yeah, me- pleasurable for the dolphin. Memorable for me. The woman talks about it matter of factly. No oh, yeah. dolphins were so, harmed. <laughs> she's older now. She's like, so yeah, I gave him my hand job. <laughs> uh, he was a- quite a minute man. Wow, a minute mammal. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, wow. What's up with the New England Patriots? New England Patriots uh, established November 16th, 1959. Um, yeah, they were originally called the Boston Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, original member of the American Football League. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, when did they... I think when they moved to Foxborough... Um, because they play, you know, uh, 
they sort of New England is not a state. Right, right. For those of you who don't know, it's yeah. like a re and New England sort of encapsulates what Rhode uh, Island, Maine, Rhode Island, Maine, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Um, two more places I think I don't remember in the Northeast. Yeah, the the if America was a <clears throat> I don't know a thumb, it's, a, it's the top northeastern part. Yeah, uh, they've won a couple of Super Bowls. I'd say. Uh, At least six, right? They how many? Six. Most, most. Brady ones. has six alone. How many do they have? I Jesus. think that's it. Six. Yeah, because I remember they were a bit of a. La I, I wasn't it the Bears that beat them in the Super Bowl. Eighty-five Bears beat, beat the living shit out of them too. Yep. The eighty-five Bears only lost one game that year. Yeah, that was to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and then they beat the shit out of the Patriots. My yeah. dad is a Bears fan. He says the Dolphins lost to the Patriots on purpose so they wouldn't have to face the Bears in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I don't know if it works like that, Dad. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, can I talk about how I feel about them? Yeah, go ahead. Man, fuck the New York, uh, the New England <laughs> Patriots, man. Fuck them. They're, uh, I hate their fans. I understand their fans. They've been... They went through a phase that Miami's going through where they're just shitty for a long time. Yep. And uh, they finally got good. The stars aligned for them more than any other team in the history of the NFL when they get one of the best quarterbacks, uh, young, cheap, and uh, also have what turned into out to be one of the best coaching mind, the best coaching mind of all time. Didn't Brady go like in the fifth round or something? Yeah, he's like that? a fifth rounder. Watch his uh, somebody go back and watch. I might put it. Watch his his uh, combine. Mm. Watch him with like some shorts and a t shirt on, trying to run the forty. It's hilarious. <laughs> and now he's uh, considered the best quarterback of all times. So I won't say it myself because I think there's better quarterbacks, but there's <laughs> nobody that ever got uh, six uh, Super Bowls, so it's hard to argue <clears throat> against him. However, it is a team sport. Blah blah blah. But he took three different incarnations. That team is three different incarnations under only common denominator of uh, Belichick and Brady. So right. it's amazing. And I am looking forward to watching the downfall of that team. Yeah. I think that encapsulates my feelings and hatred. Right. I One know. of my best moments of my life is in 2008 when the Dolphins lost the first two games playing, uh, uh, you know, just like whatever, lackluster football, and then unleashed the Wildcat on the Patriots. Mm. And they were they had no answer for it. That's one of the best moments of my life. I think the Miami Miracle was one of my favorite oh, football moments. I was sitting with a fan. I was sitting with a Patriots fan that came over to watch it because it is a Patriots fan. That we should post. Patriots, oh, I wish I had video. Patriots fan that only came over because he knew the Dolphins sucked and the Patriots were good. And he was like, I'm going to come over and watch the game. <laughs> and he came over and then the Dolphins won in the most uh, uh, mwah, crazy chef's play. kiss play. And I just watched the life drain out of this guy. They I went on to win the Super Bowl that year. I was, so watching that this, uh, I was watching a version of this uh, clip the other day, and I think it was from the NFL Network. Um, and for some reason, the Patriots, they put Gronk yeah, out on the field. To bat the ball down. And uh, what, I forget the guy's name from uh, from the Dolphins. Who's the guy who who ran it in for the touchdown? It was uh, Drake, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. And when they, so they're showing the, the video, but they're interviewing people who were there, you uh -huh. know, part of that play. And they cut to like an interview, talking head interview with Kenyon Drake. And he said, well, yeah, when I really, I looked up and all of a sudden I thought, what the hell is Gronk doing out here? <laughs> 
So do we all. And he was like, oh, man, if I can't get around that dude, I'll yeah. never hear the end of this. And like, he's the man to beat, and then he just goes down. Somebody shot Gronk in the thigh. He's like, ah, ah. I just oh. thought that was so funny. What the hell is Gronk doing? Oh. Man, it's great. I watched that once, uh, once a a month, maybe. Oh yeah, I can totally understand that. It was pretty. I'm cool. gonna put it up on our Instagram, Spinnerfell Pod. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, what's the last one? New York Jets established August 14th, 1959. Uh, the Jets play their home games at MetLife Stadium at East Rutherford, New Jersey, yeah. which they share with the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. And don't the don't the Mets, the baseball team, don't they play there too? No, they play at Shea. No. Oh, right, they play at Shea Stadium. Um, they were originally founded as the Titans of New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I, a what a what a little brother thing. Well, I think yeah, I think what they wanted to do, they wanted to outshine the the New York Giants. Giants. Oh, you're you're the Giants. We're the Close Titans. The Titans. Yeah, uh, yeah. They changed their name in 1963 or something. Um, they've never been a particularly great team, though. You know, they have that one memorable Super Bowl. We talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, where Joe Namath. Called it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said we're going to win. Um, yeah. But, Is it uh, for the Jets? Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's the team. I I, I have a, a respect and reverence for the Patriots in my in my hatred for them. But I just hate to unabashedly hate the Jets. Yeah. Their fans are they're just annoying. And uh, I just I just don't like them at all, man. It's the... It's, it's, my least favorite team in NFL. New York fans are are brutal. Yeah, in every and sport. And, and, in every sport. Like New, Boston and New fans Jersey. normally know the sport. You know what I'm saying? They know their shit. Yeah. New York fans is just like, yeah. Uh, Jets too. Of you got two teams to choose from, and you choose the Jets. You can pick the <laughs> Giants and be happy. <laughs> And you chose the Jets. You're miserable as a person. You'd have to be and, born uh, into uh, that shit to be a Jets fan, I think. Yeah, so I don't I don't like them. The fact that they don't play in New York, all of that shit is just like, fuck them. So, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't in depth, but when I think of the Jets, uh, I think, fuck them. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> fuck the Jets. Yeah, and they got the uh, Adam Gase, uh, and eventually they're going to realize that it's just a, uh, he's, a bad, he's a bad coach. Mm. He should be a coordinator or something. There's tons of videos on the internet of Jets fans behaving badly too. If you're, if anyone's interested in that, it's yeah. Pretty... Oh, I got to show the Bills fan that tried <clears throat> to jump and on the. On oh the table. right, I forgot about I, that. I forgot about that. That's so, fun. Yeah. All right, uh, should we do our? Let's get let's wrap this up and get our uh, NFL teams sure. uh, located in Europe. We gotta we gotta spread the sport, man. Yeah. What we're doing is we're trying to spread the sport from the U.S. and get Europe involved. So the way we're doing it is we're designating teams to different regions in Europe. Uh, so uh, those people would have a team to root for every week. Uh, and now we're doing the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, and we'll start with your Atlanta Falcons. Yes, that's right. Okay, so uh, this one was hard for me, actually, because I've never been anywhere in Europe that made me think, oh, yeah, this is like Atlanta. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but, you know, as we do, we find a way to make some sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that I decided on was one of the most historical events in Atlanta is the 1864 burning of Atlanta during the Civil War, um, okay. famously depicted in Gone with the Wind. Um, this history in Atlanta, even though it happened like over 150 years ago, 
it's still central to the story that everybody from Atlanta kind of tells themselves about who they are. This sort of, um, you know, we, we love an underdog story mm-hmm. in Atlanta for sure. Um, uh, so much so that in the middle of, of town, uh, the city of Atlanta, there's a huge statue um, is, uh, is called Atlanta from the ashes. It's, um, it's a woman holding a Phoenix, which is sort of, Flying up into the air. A little dramatic, <laughs> right? So the Phoenix is sort of like our unofficial m- mascot okay. of Atlanta, so to speak. Um, yeah, so I went with that angle, mm-hmm. and I stumbled upon uh, Warsaw, Poland. Wow, okay. Okay, Warsaw, Poland, also completely destroyed by the Nazis during yeah. World War II. It saw a war. Yep, rebuilt from the ashes. Uh-huh. Uh, and when they rebuilt it, they decided to nickname it the Phoenix City of Europe. Ah, I like the connection there. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Uh, I chose Hanover, Germany. Okay. Hanover, Germany, is uh, it's where the Atlanta Falcons games will be broadcast. Atlanta's most famous figure is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. True. He was a civil rights pioneer. Also true. Hanover is home to its own civil rights pioneer, Carl Heinrich Ulrich. Okay. Uh, and he kind of looks like a brother, by the way. Nice. If you look at his picture, he looked like a brother with a perm. Uh, Carl is seen as a gay rights pioneer. He championed sex reform, referring to himself as an earning, which is a woman trapped in a man's body. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. When was this? Uh, this was in the, I don't know, like the. Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, it's really ahead really of his time. Ago. Yeah. He's way ahead of his time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of trans, uh, Hanover is a transportation hub of Germany. Bang. <laughs> As Atlanta is a huge transportation hub in America. Oh, it's true. Uh, how uh, Hanover has international flights, railways, and Autobahn running through as uh, as uh, Atlanta has um, has so many, all of that shit. Oh, yeah. The airport. So the, the joke that everybody in Atlanta says is that you can't even get to hell without flying through Hartsfield International Airport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the uh, and another uh, is also a major crossroads for the uh, Underground Railroad, uh, Atlanta, which, yep. which you can still visit if you go to Atlanta and go check out the Underground Railroad. I did yep. that as a kid. We went to Atlanta and checked it out. Yep. So uh, that's why I chose Hanover. I like Germany. it. It's a good uh, one. Very interesting. Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah, this was this one's a bit of a stretch, but it's kind of funny actually. Go for it. Hmm. Uh, I chose Switzerland. Hmm. They both have beautiful mountain ranges. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both known for lovely summers, potentially uh, cold, snowy winters. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I wouldn't say snowy. Well, the, in certain parts of North Carolina, it snows every year for sure. Okay. <clears throat> um, n- uh, both known as um, places of innovation. Okay. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. North Carolina, um, 1903, you mm-hmm. got the Wright brothers. Yep. Flight. Yes. Flight was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, nine, oh, no. 1893, you have the invention of Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Which, oddly enough, now this is fucking funny. Listen to this. The guy who invented Pepsi, his name was Caleb Bradham. Okay. And the original name for Pepsi, before they called it Pepsi, they just called it Brad's Drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it went full circle with all of the college douchebags. Oh, it's fucking Brad's Drink, it's bro. It's Brad's Drink. Fucking Brad's Drink, yeah. bro. Yeah, so it only took them a couple of years to rename it because Brad's Drink is a stupid fucking name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they named it Pepsi. They named it after some 
it was like a digestive enzyme in the drink called pepsin. Oh, okay. Oddly enough. Still wow. better than Brad's drink. Yes. 1937 in North Carolina, Krispy Kreme donuts are invented. And I don't know if the there's The best any, donut in the world. I, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. If you go to America, get yourself a Krispy Kreme. Ugh. Okay. Apparently Putt-Putt was invented in North Carolina. Wow. Uh, yeah. The Gatling gun. So where does that put us with the... Well, Switzerland... Oh, yes. Notable oh, inventions. Swiss what? Okay, okay. 1870s, milk chocolate. Uh, People seem to like that. Mm-hmm. Velcro, cellophane, wow. aluminum foil, wow. Swiss Army knife. Nice, yeah. And, this is my favorite story, uh, 1938, Albert Hoffman, Swiss scientist, invented LSD. Oh. He didn't realize it was a hallucinogen. He was creating it for something else. Okay. Um, until five years later when he accidentally <laughs> ingested some. Yeah, here's his quote. First time he took LSD. Affected by remarkable restlessness combined with a slight dizziness. At home, I lay down and sank into a not unpleasant, intoxicated-like condition. <laughs> characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination. In a dreamlike state with eyes closed, I found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring. <laughs> I perceived... <laughs> An uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscope, kaleidoscopic play of colors. After some two hours, his, <laughs> his condition faded away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, wow. That's, uh, uh, that's uh, great. That's an ad for LSD. Yeah. Yeah. And Brad's drink. And Brad's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, what did I have for uh, Carolina Panthers? North Carolina is one of the leading tobacco growers in the U.S. Yep. France is one of the leading tobacco growers in Europe. And smokers in Europe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, uh, North Carolina, uh, you mentioned it already, first in flight. The Wright brothers are from North Carolina. Mm. They invented the world's first flying vehicle in 1903. The first successful aircraft in Europe was flown in Bagatelle, France. Yeah. I said it like Italian. Bagatelle. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, in 1906, <laughs> just three years later, they had one uh, flying uh, device. And North Carolina is a coastal state with vacation strips along the beach, like Nags Head. Beautiful you, place. Gorgeous. Uh, a vacation uh a uh, destination widely known in Europe is the south of France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that section of Europe will get Carolina Panthers coverage. Nice. I like that. Yeah. What you got for New Orleans Saints? New Orleans Saints, I went with the... I I tried to be original, but for me, I just felt like the obvious choice was Paris, France. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the French culture, it just touches every part yes. of, of New Orleans life. Um in both cases, you know, the food is amazing. They have amazing cultural landmarks. Um, also, just kind of on a everyday level, this obsession was just chilling the fucking the fuck out and taking time to enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like don't sweat it. Like, just kick back and relax. That kind of anything goes vibe. The nightlife scenes in both places are amazing. Jazz. Hugely popular yeah. in both places. Makes sense. Uh, also, you had at one time, I'm going to take it back to race, uh, <laughs> with during the, what was it, in the 60s, I think it was, where you had a lot of these American jazz musicians, they had this jacked up policy. Where you had to have a cabaret license to play uh, music in mm-hmm. the nightclubs in America, and if you got busted for anything, 
speeding, drug charges, anything. They take your your cabaret license away. Oh wow! Uh, and a lot of big like legends of jazz, like Felonious Monk, Billie Holiday, uh, Louis Armstrong, lot, Duke. People were you know they have their their cabaret license taken away, and they were like, "Fuck it, we'll pack up, we'll go to Europe." And a lot of these guys just like kind of you know held up shop mm. in in france and kind of toured around europe and that's how a lot of that jazz culture became so popular in europe oh wow um interesting so paris paris mm-hmm. uh i stayed in france as well <clears throat> mm-hmm. i went with orleans what orleans i don't know where that is uh if you were american you'd read it as orleans uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> the original Orleans, not oh, really? the new Orleans, oh, shit. is in France. Yes. Of course. Uh, so I thought that it was a no-brainer. Louisiana. And because Louisiana used to belong to the French, too, right? Exactly. Louisiana was Before once it belonged owned to the by Indians. the French. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Spanish as well. Yeah. Uh, and New Orleans was the American version of the French city, Orleans. Well, there you go. So uh, I thought it was kind of uh, cool. And both are located near a river, near a river and both have populations of about 400,000 people. So I just thought it just makes sense with Orleans. Uh, what you got for Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay, I got Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. Similar uh, climate, yeah. right? Once upon a time, the Portuguese sort of ruled the high seas because of their shipbuilding mm-hmm. capabilities, right? And also, uh, for those of you who have never seen it, uh, what is it called? Ray- Raymond James Stadium, where, yeah. where the Bucks play. There is this massive, it's a 103-foot 43-ton steel pirate ship mm. behind the north end zone. And every time they score, they shoot off a cannon or something? Yeah, they do. Every time they win a game, they shoot off a cannon. Apparently, every time they... they just shoot. Get it. I read that even when they enter the red zone, they shoot... I'm oh, wow. I'm sorry. Come they on. Just, exactly. Come on, man. Noise pollution. All right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Also, I was reading about Portugal, you know, also because of their shipbuilding capabilities. They had a lot to do with the slave trade. Okay. Um, but in recent years, Portugal has been doing a lot to sort of recognize their role in that history. Oh, that's uh, good. Apologizing for it, trying to atone for it. Um, Florida being one of the prime ports of entry for the slave trade. There's something about that that I think it would be really cool that if you turned a negative into a positive, mm. you know, if you were. Bring it back around and have Tampa. Bucks coverage in Portugal. Yeah. Make slavery better. I get it. Make slavery make slavery <laughs> make great sla- again. Make slavery great again. I get That's it. That's not quite what I meant, but yes. <laughs> you know it. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm just flat. All right. Uh, I went with Spain, next door neighbor to Portugal. Nice. That uh, works too. S- uh, Spain was the destination of uh, actual buccaneers in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the buccaneers like raided a bunch of cities. Uh, Valencia is a coastal town ripe for pirate picking. Mm. Uh, there's the third largest in the country. Uh, Tampa is the, you guessed it, third largest city in Florida. Nice. Uh, Tampa was the uh, has the Gasparilla Fest. It's a big festival there. Uh, it's a yearly pirate-themed festival celebrating culture and music. Eastern coastal Spain has what is known as Fralas, a yearly cultural celebration filled with Spanish tradition. So I thought nice. the east coast of Spain gets coverage of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, that's all, that's all I got, man. Uh, so we can uh, we can uh, wrap this thing up, man. Don't forget if you haven't seen it, check out We Got This. <clears throat> also, uh, before we wrap it up, I have kind of big news on the We Got This front. Okay. Um, okay. So first of all, you can see We Got This on SVT Play, all six episodes. Binge watch the shit of it. Yeah. Uh, shit out of it. Uh, today it was announced 
that AMC Network Sundance Now has acquired Skifino Musara's Swedish crime comedy, We Got This, wow. for the U.S. and U.K. market. Wow, that's so cool, man. So that's pretty interesting thing to wake up to this morning. I actually have a... Uh... Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my big news that I woke up to this morning. My buddy in L.A., my first, I picked up my phone when I woke up this morning, and he's like, hey, dude, you're on my Twitter feed. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cool, man. Yeah. It's going to get uh, some, uh, some, uh, some, a little bit needed coverage of Sweden, man, Swedish media. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think America. it starts airing in the U.S. in September. I don't think they worked out the U.K. date, but yeah, okay. it's going to premiere in September. In uh, and AMC is also the channel that had, uh, what's it called? Mad Men. Mad, Mad Men. And mm -hmm. what's the, the meth one? Oh, did they do Breaking Bad also? I'm pretty sure AMC did Breaking Bad. Did they? And they also did uh, Walking Dead, right? Yeah, I think so. AMC has really good programming, man. Mm -hmm. and they now they got, we got this. Now they got, now they got, we got this. How cool is that? That's what's up, man. Uh, so cool. I'm glad for you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man. That's great. Uh, so... Check out We Got This and uh, tell your American friends uh, to check it out. But Americans, uh, you'll be able to watch it easily soon. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks for listening to Spin NFL. We'll be back next week with more NFL news and uh, our commentary on shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See y'all. Later, y'all. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.